All right, gentlemen, welcome back. We got uh, another episode of The Sportsman here. We've got Mikey V. We've got Joseph. Cold Cuts Damar, and I'm the big ticket. Um, boys, we're back here. We're starting to get a little... Uh, I'm not even going to apologize anymore. I'm just going to say we're trying our best. And when, when when you see us drop, that's when we drop. Follow the Instagram. That's how you know we're going to drop. Uh, we're doing our best here. But that's two weeks in a row here. We're getting out on time. Um, gentlemen, how you been? Joey D, how are you? Good, good. Can't complain. Life's great. Ready to fire into some sports chat with you gentlemen. Okay. And uh, yeah. Mikey V, how you doing? Well, you know, the trials and tribulations of daily life <laughs> with children. And uh, no, but uh, all all glory and praise to Joseph for newly engaged man. I give him a round of applause right. get on the brilliant yeah. dumb show, but give it to him again here on the sportsman, recognizing a fellow sportsman uh, entering the sanctity and the ceremony of marriage is exciting. Exciting <laughs> time for sure. Yep. Dre Thank really stole everybody. the show. Dre really stole the show in those pictures, man. Yeah, he did. He's uh, he was running around biting the roses, peeing <laughs> on the on the seats i mean yeah. he didn't give a shit yeah, <laughs> he, he, he's gonna do him every time man he's he's a real as he should as he should there he there is there he is. oh <laughs> look at that little loaf he's of bread just, over uh, there. he's up, just bro. waiting he's waiting to eat it's it's feeding time and he's he's not happy he hasn't eaten <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look like me he doesn't look big but he looks heavy he looks, no, he's actually jacked. He's thick. You look at him, he's thick. He's no, thick. if you look at him, he's so muscular because he's on a high protein. All he eats is protein. So we feed him raw lamb twice a day. Okay. And then if we ever raw. feed him anything else, it's like chicken or salmon. The dog eats better than most people. To be completely I mean, if he's, eating la- if he's eating lamb twice a day, he's doing pretty well for himself. Oh, he's, he's, he's shredded, man. He's for, for a dog that doesn't do much. I like that. I like that. All day. Yeah, high protein diet, man. That'll do it every time. He's like the liver king of dogs. He's just eating protein, man. No, because he's not on he's not he's on, not on enhancers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, tests yet to be taken. Um, all right, boys, let's jump into week four here. Let's cover some of these games. And I'd be remiss if I if we didn't start with uh the Broncos and the Bears. Uh Bears, <laughs> Bears. Uh, you know, I, they look good the whole game. I even shot an early text and I regret it partially. I feel like it's my fault that the Bears oh, ended up no. losing. No, no, I not. shot, I think they were up what, like 28 to 7. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. it was never the Broncos. <laughs> yeah. And then from there on out, um, they it was indeed the Broncos. It was indeed the Broncos. <laughs> um, all right, Mikey, that's your team. Why don't you tell us what happened there? Um, you know. Uh, I was watching the game out. We were out for Sunday. We did a little Sunday fun day, took the kids out. And my best friend who lives around the corner from me, we took him. He's a big Dolphins fan. So he wanted to go out for Dolphins bills, obviously Uh, bad day for him as well, but not as bad as mine. I don't think. Um, Well, actually, no, because the Dolphins are actually in the mix. So I wouldn't even say that for me. It's kind of just, you know, par for the course at this point. Bears, what you saw on Sunday was the Bears played the worst team at that point in the league, one of the worst teams in the league in Denver, whose defense is absolutely atrocious. They're putrid. Uh, For whatever reason, Vance Joseph, the defensive coordinator of the Broncos, thought it would be best to play man coverage with a a 10-yard cushion press on all these receivers, which is mind-boggling because Justin Fields' biggest weakness is playing against zone coverage and soft zone uh, drop coverage. He he has very, very difficult time deciphering zone coverage, getting past read number two. In this case, the first three quarters, 
he was able to just go read one, read two, and it was open almost every single time. He could get that second read and he would complete the ball. Uh, people are going to say that, you know, Justin Fields can't be blamed for this loss and they're looking to point fingers at the O-line and the coaching and the defense. And our defense is atrocious. There's no question. Our defense is, is a terrible defense. Uh, one of the worst in the league. I think now we set the NFL record for most consecutive games of 25 points or more given up. So the defense is not what it used to be in Chicago. But um, I have to put a lot of blame again on Justin Fields, squarely on his shoulders in the fourth quarter. Justin Fields time and time again has been given the opportunity to close the door or win games in the fourth quarter. And that is what you have to do in the NFL as a quarterback. You have to be able to, if your defense can't get off the field, you have to be able to orchestrate a drive or be able to close the door and just sustain a drive and just close a team out. And he's had chance after chance after chance last season. And Sunday was another chance. And what did he do in the fourth quarter? He turned what was an epic performance, four touchdowns, 330 yeah. yards passing. He turned it into my opinion. Now people are going to talk about the great stuff. The great stuff is great. It's just that, but in the fourth quarter, two massive turnovers, one that ended up tying the game in the fumble recovery touchdown, which was abysmal. The interception that ended the game, a terribly timed uh, intentional grounding that changed the course of the quarter. Just, just, he was not good. He was terrible in the fourth quarter. He was terrible in the fourth quarter. And I have to put a lot of the blame on him and people ain't going to like it. Bears fans ain't going to like it. Cause you know, all they see is the gaudy numbers, but the fourth quarter is what matters. And time and time again, he can't close the deal. So now the bears are own four. Carolina is own four. the only two own four teams. And the silver lining is the bears own the number one and number two overall pick as it stands today. If the draft was tomorrow, hopefully, because the season's over at this point, they're not going to reel off 10, 11 wins in a row. At this point, just let it go. Let it continue on the course it's going. Get rid of the coaching staff. Draft Caleb Williams. Draft the Marvin Harrison Jr., something like that. Bring them in and restart the whole fucking thing over again. How many wins do you think that they're going to get, Mikey? I would say three at most. Three at most, probably the same as last year. I can now listen. They have a little stretch here. I don't think they're playing the Panthers Thursday on a short week. They play the Panthers, so someone's getting a win there. Obviously, that's not good. Somebody's going to get a play the Raiders. The Raiders is the game to me that like is the game that I think they could definitely win. That's a game to me. I think they could definitely win. But other than that, man, like this team ain't beating Detroit. This team ain't beating Green Bay in Green Bay. Uh, I, I think you might sneak one win in against the Vikings, maybe. Maybe against the Vikings, but I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know, man. They're the, the Bears are epically bad. The Vikings barely beat the Panthers this week. They That's barely true. beat the Panthers. Yeah, but I mean, the Panthers' only touchdown in that game came from a pick six in the beginning of that game. That's the only reason they ever looked competitive in that game. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what, Mikey, I I normally agree with you, and you know some of the things you said about Justin Fields, I I could agree with. I don't think you can put any of the blame uh, on, of the loss on him here. Sure if you, you give up, take. if you give up seventeen in the fourth quarter, you're not going to win many football games. Well, seven, of, seven of it was his fault. I mean, Mikey, if you if I told you before this game started, if you know you had no idea what the score is, all I told you was the Bears are going to score twenty eight in this game. Yeah, would you think you're going to win that game? Not necessarily because the defense wow. has been historically bad, Tick. They well, exactly. Set the NF, I, they set the NFL record for most games, giving up 25 or more points in consecutive games. Literally, the NFL record. They set Yeah, it. 
I mean, yeah, it wasn't. So I know if we're going to score 28, I would guess Denver probably scored the same, if not more. That would be my guess because our defense is not holding anybody to less than three touchdowns. They're just not. Denver's been horrendous. If I told you that they they were going to score 28, you'd have to think you're going to win that football game. And I think you got to be pointing the finger towards the coaching staff. If you gave me Justin Fields' stat line and you said he threw one interception, he fumbled once, and you said he threw for four touchdowns, 335. I tell yeah. you, I thought they won. Yeah. But it's not, that's not the point, though. The point is how great he was for three quarters. And in the quarter that mattered the most, how abysmal he was. He was not bad. He was abysmal. It was also was some five, bad I believe coaching. he was. I five think the coaching has yeah, the coaching got to be going for it, going for it on fourth. So and you know short? what you do if you're Justin Fields, and he said today in his press conference, all he cares about is winning. He said he, he didn't care if he threw for 50 yards and three interceptions as long as they got the win. If you're Justin Fields, you don't like the play call. Fucking audible at the line of scrimmage. Fuck Matt Eberflus and fucking go win the game because it's you who are the. You're going to be the one who's going to be out of a job. He's going to yeah, be but he's Ty about gave, as accountable as, as he's got to take accountability on his own. Fuck you. Ty, Ty fourth and short. They kick the field goal there and they have the lead. They don't get it. Yeah, and I then know. obviously I the know. defense is so bad. So you, bad. you at that point as the coach, you got to almost think like, hey, here's the situation. We don't get this. Our defense hasn't stopped them at all. Like, just get the three points, and all of a sudden now yeah. you at least have a lead and you hold Denver to an opportunity where they have to literally score a touchdown to win or they have to get a field goal to force to OT. Not saying that they're going to kick that field goal. I just think that's a bad – that's a coaching decision. When you're 0-3, you got to be conservative with that decision, in my opinion. No, I, I, the coaching's been the coaching's been horrible. The coaching's been horrible. I mean, everything has been horrible. The The, the, the play on the field's been bad. The, the coaching and the play calling has been bad. And again, Sunday, it was it was as if the the Broncos wanted to do Justin Fields in that offense the biggest favor ever and play to his strength. And then as soon as they flipped it back to what every other coordinator's done against him and play zone, that was the end of it. He couldn't find his guys, couldn't go through his progressions, threw the game-ending interception, created a, a boneheaded turnover. And yeah, just, that it's, was bad. It's tiresome. It's tiresome to watch. It's 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 very tiresome to watch. It's just annoying. Yeah, that's that's bad. I just have a tough time pointing the finger at young Justin Fields on this one. That that one felt like a coaching implosion. I've been defending, and you guys know this. Cuts yes. knows for sure. I have defended Justin Fields to to the nines. I since the day they drafted him, I gave him zero accountability for the first two years of his career. I blamed it completely on organizational failure uh you know dead last poor roster building uh terrible general managing terrible coaching there's only so many more times i could do that and not hold him accountable to a degree uh what now did the bears break him and not develop him and cause him a lot of these problems absolutely i don't think there's any doubt about that but i still got to hold the guy accountable and to watch what cj stroud is doing in houston oh, man. now granted houston obviously the organization this coaching staff is doing a hell of a job D'Amico ryan's head coach who came over from san francisco is doing a hell of a job but to watch what cj stroud is doing making chicken salad out of chicken shit all his offensive linemen were banged up on sunday every single one of them was hurt a lot of them weren't starting. He's he's only got Nico Collins to catch the ball. And well, that Tank still, Dell is pretty solid. Yeah, Tank he's Dell's solid good too. too yeah. yeah, Tank Dell is good. 
but even still, we got DJ Moore, we got Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet just got the bag, you know, Chase Claypool before the guy went off the reservation. That's the last time you'll ever you'll never <laughs> see him in a Bears uniform ever again. My point is, is that CJ Stroud as a rookie has come in. The guy hasn't thrown an interception yet. Guy throws for almost 300 yards every against game, a great defense, setting, setting rookie records. And 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 I'm sitting here and I'm still gonna not put any blame and onus on Justin Fields. No, I'm, no. I, well, I I, I think I you can easily blame Justin Fields for the entire. If you look at the entirety of the season, I'm just talking about this one game. I have a tough oh, he time pointing his, the finger he played at his him. Balls off. There's no question. And he didn't get any help. The defense yeah. didn't bail Fantasy, him out. that's for sure. Yeah, fantasy. Yeah. Oh well, my god, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. All right, boys. Well, uh, it doesn't look like things are getting uh, better anytime soon over no, there no. in Chicago. Um, but let's move on to uh, what a lot of people thought was the game of the week. Uh, it was a 10 o'clock game, a morning game, um, but it was probably one of the better ones to watch this weekend. Uh, Dolphins went to Buffalo and Joey D. I mean, you saw that coming from a mile away, man. You saw it coming from a mile away. I, I, I mean, listen. I there's oftentimes I, I go out on a limb and say something. I'm completely wrong. I just know Josh. I know how bad he played week one. This guy is a competitor, and I know that he was going to be ready for this game. And my God, he looked as bad as he looked on week one. He looked unreal. This, I mean, yeah, he, he couldn't great. make. He's he couldn't make great. a mistake. He's looked great since week one. He's looked oh, great since week God, one. Oh my God, he's turned it around. Um, not, not to mention the bills defense looks like yeah. they can make big play after big play. And, uh, it looked at first, like it was going to be a shootout, like neither team could be stopped. And then the bills came out and made some big plays. And, uh, I tell you what, man, this bills team to me now has really kind of turned things upside down. I just figured there's a lot of buzz around Miami. Anytime, you know, team comes off such a big week like that, the expectations are so high. And then the bills are a good team, man. Like, they, I would say a lot of people, you know, going last year would have said that they were by far the best team in that division. For them to get two and a half points at home, I just thought that that was the pick. But good game. I mean, Tua still played well. I, I Tyreek did not really – he wasn't really much of a factor. I think he had like 55, 58 yards or something like that. So they held him in check. And, you know, Stephon Diggs, man, he just showed up in a big way. And, and you know what? I like that James Cook. That guy's yeah, got he's some, yeah, he's, he's got some, he's got better some than tenacity. his brother right now. His brother's, oh, his brother's cooked. No pun intended. His brother's cooked. <laughs> but, Is that um, his brother? That's Dalvin's brother? Yeah, that's Dalvin Dalvin's Cook's brother. brother. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that Miami, the issue is that the Bills, if Josh Allen's right and he's healthy and he's playing like that, they may not have the track speed that Miami has. Nobody does. Like Miami rolls this kid out a chain who, yeah, he, no. I mean, he looks better than Mo Mostert did last week. And Mostert's looked like the best back in the league. So yeah. they just roll guys out there, Waddle and Hill and a chain and Mostert and these guys. And they just, they could just flat out outrun every, even Barrios looks super fast out there on Sunday. But the Bills still have, a good amount of offensive weaponry. Diggs is still a top flight receiver in the league. And Allen, if he's healthy and he's right, they could score pretty much with anybody because of him and because of the style of offense they play. The issue Miami's going to have is that they cannot stop a nosebleed. I mean, yeah. they cannot stop anybody. They, they, their defense is a, is a problem. I mean, we want to talk about who's a problem as a collective unit. 
the Miami defense is going to be a problem. And they got some them. of the best backs between Ramsey and Howard. Like you would think that yeah. they would be well, better. Ramsey's out, obviously. So they got to yeah. get Ramsey back. He's not coming back till December. They said maybe November now. Bradley Chubb, you would think Chubb was supposed to be this super stud, you know, and he plays well, but they really need to figure out how they're going to bolster that defense. If they want to make a run at the Super Bowl and they have the offense to do it, there's no question, because I agree with you, Joe. I thought Tua looked very good. I thought one of the biggest momentum-changing moments of the game was Miami gets the ball to start the third quarter. They march right down the field. They score a touchdown, and Mike McDaniels goes for two points. Yeah. That was what? bizarre. I was asking Bob, what, what was – I don't That's know. out coaching yourself sometimes. It was, yeah, and it wasn't necessary. And I thought it, right after that, it was just so like, why would you do that? And then after that, it was over. That was it. Well, it forced them the next time they scored a touchdown. Then they had to go for two again to make up for the lost and, point. And, and and that was it. That was the end of it. And uh, you know, hats off to the Bills. And there, I mean, there's nobody in the league playing better football right now than the Buffalo Bills. Nobody. The Chiefs are not playing better ball. The Ravens, of course, look good, but they're San Francisco. San Francisco. Oh, I don't think yeah. San Francisco's been as impressive. They've been very impressive. Wow. San Francisco's a juggernaut. They're a juggernaut. But right now, I think the Bills are the hottest team in the league. The Eagles, too, are winning argue. ugly games, but they're winning them. Yeah. And and that that to me is a sign of a good but the team. Bills, the Bills are the Bills are smacking people around. Yeah, they, and they gra- look good. And granted, you know, the Raiders, I'm not gonna really count the Raider game too much, but to do what they did to Miami, they sent a statement. They sent Josh statement. is feeling himself, man, and he should. He sure is. If he's healthy, he should. If he's healthy, he should. Because if he's healthy, he's he's top flight. No question about it. So is Jay Cutler. So is Smoking Jay. And he's top <laughs> I think Cutsy must have sent him that text because something ignited the, the fire in Josh Allen after that tweet went out. And you know what? If I'm responsible for it, Buffalo could thank me. <laughs> the city of Buffalo could send me a thank you. You're so And not sick. attack me. They could thank me instead. <laughs> All right. So well, let's, sick. let's move on to that Eagles game. <laughs> we were just talking about the commanders uh, came to Philly and gave them a run for their money, man. Um, you know, a lot of people keep saying for they're the your Eagles. Don't worry about them. They're four and oh, they're not playing very good football teams. They're winning, like Joe just said, in ugly fashion. You know, if that game was in DC, I would not be that worried. I wouldn't be that upset. And I, I would expect the commanders to put up a, a performance that they did. But to come to Philadelphia and just sort of get embarrassed by Sam Howell. Uh, he's got some good pieces. Terry McLaurin is is fantastic. Um, uh, John Dotson, Curtis Samuel, are, their backs are good. Yeah, their backs that are very Robinson good. kid. Their defensive good. line is legitimate. Their but, defensive line is a terrorizer. But Mikey, group. if all people are telling you in the offseason, this is the best team in the league, you guys are going right back yeah. to the Super Bowl. I don't have a lot to be that excited about. The I only thing disagree, you could agree to the only you're, thing you could say to be excited about NFC champion and you're four and oh, tick. Look the, at the only teams people you, the only team we're not beating the Bills, the Mikey. We're not beating the Ravens. To any given we're not Sunday. playing anybody, here's and they're the thing, all close. Here's the thing about the Eagles: as gritty as their wins have been, and as as not pretty as their wins have been. Here's the thing: when you look at their roster, you could legitimately say this is not a team that even if they're scratching and clawing, they're still legitimate superstar players on this team. Jalen Hurts. A.J. Brown is a fucking monster. Uh, 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 Dallas Goddard, who hasn't really, 
exploded yet, but he's a top flight tight end in this league. DeAndre Swift has looked at times this season absolutely incredible. Jalen Carter is the best rookie in the league. He is a game wrecker as a defensive tackle rookie. He's a game wrecker. You got the Slim Reaper opposite A.J. Brown, and he's tremendous. I just think that Eagles fans, you're 4-0. You're the defending NFC champion. You're taking care of business week in and week out. They can't all be blowouts. This is a divisional rivalry game. You take the win by one point or 20 points. To me, it that don't matter. Style points in college matters a lot to me. But in the NFL, Tick, I'll take a win any fucking way I can get it. Now, I haven't had a win in a calendar year. So maybe it's just desperation <laughs> for me talking. But, Tick, I think you guys are going to be just fine. I really I will Every say week this, I so. feel like I say this to Ticket. I feel like I'm yeah. talking ticket off the ledge every week. But I think Mikey, they're going to be fine, Tick. I, really I agree do. with you, Mikey, but I will say they have a couple of easy games coming up. At the Rams, I think they'll win that. Yes, and then at the should. Jets, I think they'll win that. Then they play the Dolphins yeah. at home. You, that's not an easy. That's that's a primetime game. Okay. Then they're at the Commanders, which another – The Dolphin game tough. is in Philly? It's in Philly. It's tough a primetime game. Tough game for Miami. Yeah. It'll be a little but colder. But then listen to this. And they play in Commanders, which is a divisional game. Tough game. Then they got Cowboys Tough at game. Chiefs, Bills, Niners, at Cowboys again, and then at Seahawks. That yeah. ain't not, that is Seahawks. Seahawks. Don't go by what you saw last That night. Those five weeks. Cowboys, Bills. She actually yeah, no, no, that's that's then that's Niners, a then that's Cowboys a again. That's five. If you weeks. go if you go three and two in that stretch, that's a really good that game. is a gone Mikey. We're the only team in the league who made Mac Jones look like Joe Montana this year. That guy has looked absolutely <laughs> like he has no place in this league unless he plays the Eagles. Then he's 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 going to the Hall of Fame. Man. Way, was was this Slay tick okay? that was week one, tick. How many excuses can I make, Mikey? This team continues. And if you, you want to tell me that Jalen Hurts looks like the tickets. guy, you're undefeated. 4-0. You know as well as I do that a 4-0 team is not – they are not all built the same, Mikey. So you're saying that the, the Eagles are a paper bowl right now. That's what you're saying. I, absolutely. <laughs> right now? Right now, Mikey? Right yeah. now? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I want to play Jalen Hurts right now because that guy does – he's not right. He's not right. He does not look like the what same guy as it's he did him last or it's year. The coordinator, bro. I don't know if it's the new coordinator. He's underthrowing balls, Mikey. As the coordinator can't do anything about that. He's missing the slim reaper that you were just talking about, throwing it 15 yards underneath. He caught one of them because he came back and made a beautiful play because he's a good player. But he's underthrowing balls left AJ and right. AJ went fucking nuclear. And AJ week. went nuclear. Yeah, I mean he's getting his ass saved by great players. I, <laughs> if I'm anybody in the league right now, I want Jalen Hurts right now. I, I can't say what's going to happen by by playoffs. Maybe he's he'll figure it out. Maybe he'll get right. Season. He's the type I of guy right gets now. better. Jalen Hurts is the type of guy gets better as the season goes on. Dick, you guys are going to be so. at the very least in the divisional round of playoffs, probably in the NFC Championship. Yeah, I would agree. The NFC is so is so. The NFC's garbage, four man. Teams. There's four teams: Philly, San Fran, Dallas, and Detroit. Those are the teams. That's Those another scary contenders. thing, man. Dallas looks exceptional. Dallas, we might they not also lost division. to Arizona and Arizona. They sure did. They sure did. Yeah, but and I think Mikey was Sunday right. Tick. I think they just didn't. I think they just didn't even. They well, just you know didn't what? Even think about they that. Hundred percent took the week off. There's yeah. some games that the Eagles haven't looked like themselves, and they still got the dub. So you gotta, you gotta get, you gotta take it with a grain of salt. Not every game is going to be a blowout. And you know, uh, you know, I, Mikey told me this 
like a while ago. He said, listen, these guys are professionals, maybe aside from the Bears. That being said, these guys no, are professionals. Professional. Any week, any team can win. It's the NFL, the most parody yes. in any league. Yes. Maybe in any sport. Yes. So you got to understand, if you're just racking up wins, it doesn't always have to be pretty. Now, there would be nice, like the next week, to like blow. Who do you guys play next week? You play – uh, yeah, you know what? If you guys could win by a couple touchdowns against Rams, that would be nice. I'm just saying, guys. I mean, not all 4-0 teams are built the same. You got to look at the rec- – you, you can't just look at 4-0 and be excited about that. You got to watch the games, and I'm watching every single game closer than most people are, uh, certainly outside of Philadelphia. We gave up 20 to Mac Jones. We gave up 28 to Kirk Cousins. We gave up 31 to, to Sam Howell. Everyone loves talking about this Philly defense, but I'm seeing him give up them give up a lot of fucking oh, their points. Second, their, to second, shitty their, second, their secondary is 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 not great. Their secondary is not Slay great. Slay is great, and that's about it. That's about but he it. got hurt this week, too, no? Or he was, he okay? he, but he came back. He came back. Okay. He, he's all right. He's all right. He's all right. Um, I'm going to be sick if we keep talking about this game. I guess we just agree to disagree <laughs> on it. Uh, I, I I think the Eagles are in trouble, especially with that uh, schedule Joe just referred to later in the season. That schedule, um, that's stretch that is brutal. Brutal. Treacherous. brutal stretch. That's treacherous. That's brutal um, stretch. All right. Let's move on to the Thursday night game. Lions uh, went to Green Bay and wasn't particularly close. Joey D, what happened to the Packers there? This was a game I thought the Packers could win, and I man, they they really they just flopped again. They have got to learn how to play four quarters. They have got to learn how to come out and start a game strong, especially at home in front of your home fans on a primetime game. Everybody's jacked up. First series of the game, they come out, they get an interception, they look like they're gonna roll and like they're gonna have a great game, and then they just they were trashed, man. Their offense couldn't do anything. Um, I know a big part of the problem is that that line, the offensive line is decimated with injuries. Bakhtiari's out. El, uh, Jenkins is hurt right now. They got guys here and there who they're just putting in. Uh, but they but they, they look bad. It looked like Jordan Love had no time at all, and he wasn't making smart decisions with the ball. And then on defense, they just couldn't come up with a stop when they needed. They just gave up big plays. Um, and then they came back, and they made a push in the third quarter, fourth going in the fourth but you know too little too late they got to learn this is an experience uh that they got to they, they got to write down they got to take some you know mental mental notes and they got to come out and play four quarters you can't do what they did against the saints and come back against a solid team the lions are a real legitimate team and uh you know and they, and it proved it so I, I still have hope for the Packers. I still think that that's listen this was a learning curve for them I think they'll bounce back I think they're going to be okay but they have got to play a full game and they cannot just, I, I I don't know. I think there was not enough adjustments made early on. Plus they have got to run the football. I don't understand. Aaron Jones is one of their best players. They've got to get him involved early on so that they're more than one dimensional with Jordan Love just trying to drop back and make passes. They got to get that running game with going. AJ, right? AJ Dillon looks awful, man. He just runs yeah. right into the middle of of the pack every time he bumbles over himself he looks so bad i don't know last year aj Dillon, aj Dillon was never going to have a long nfl sh- uh, shelf life just yeah, he watch the way he played last Boston year College. last year no, he was i know off. that i know that i know but that. he just, just he he's just not runs built right into the middle of the scrum every time he has no agility he never bounces outside um they got to get aaron jones going um it was a bad game they didn't show up and you know what it's unfortunate because it's a big divisional game. And if they go ahead and they win that game, you know, they're looking good. They're on top of the division, but 
It's a long season. I, I don't think – I never thought that they would win this division. I think the Lions are definitely the better team. But these are the kind of games the Packers need to learn how to, like, stay close in so that they're not, you know, chalking up an L going into the second half. Yeah, Mikey? Yeah, obviously that was a pivotal matchup at the time. Both teams uh, two and one. That was really a driver seat game for the NFC North, which is abysmal this year uh, because it really is a two dog race. And now I really think kind of the Lions separated themselves and showed that it's really only a one dog race. The Vikings and the Bears are out of it. Um, Green Bay, like Joe said, the, the first half, it was a tale of two halves. Jordan Love looked like a totally different player the second half than he did from the first. The first half was not a good half of football for him. Uh, Detroit just went nuclear after the first possession. They ju- they just went crazy. Everything was clicking for them offensively. Uh, they were everything was working. Uh, Goff was on point. Uh, just Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, everything was working. David Montgomery was killing. Now, Laporta the is very good too. Laporta's a stud. Uh, Laporta is what the Bears fans believe Cole Komet to be, and he's nowhere near that. Um, unfortunately. Uh, but David Montgomery, again, the Packer killer, he was a Packer killer when he was with the bears. Now they never won. So I'm not saying he was a killer in the sense that the bears would ever win, but he always played well against green Bay. He played well against green Bay again on Thursday night. Um, Detroit is the most, dare I say the most mentally tough team possibly in the league. They have to be close. And that all starts with Dan Campbell. Uh, it's remarkable what he's done. They're just a tough, tough team. And, uh, you know, I you got to give them more credit than I think you got to discredit Green Bay. Uh, for Green Bay fans to be booing the Packers at halftime, I mean, that's like, ridiculous. That was wild. Man. Like, how spoiled can you get? That is ridiculous. Be? I mean, you guys never, you guys are never getting beat like that at home at halftime. It happens once every fucking lunar eclipse. I mean, just you know, give give these guys a break, man. Like, I think Jordan, it's more so that they just got knocked out by the Lions last year in the last was, game and, you know, at I home, think, and then they come back and then they laid an egg, and, and the fans yeah, are just like, you know, I think I think the fans thought that that was going to be like the motivating factor that Green Bay was going to come up, and it certainly looked like on the first possession for Detroit that Green Bay was fired up. I mean, their defense was flying all over the field, but again, a tale of two halves. If Jordan Love plays the way he did in the second half and the first half, Much I think you game. have a really good football game, a really good football game. And that was the game I was anticipating from the, from the get-go. I thought it was going to be a game like it was in the second half, an excellent football game like that throughout, but it wasn't. And uh, I think, like Joe said, though, I think Green Bay is going to be fine. And I think Jordan Love is going to be fine. I, re- I really do. I think I think that he – now, I don't think he'll ever be Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he'll ever no. be Brett Favre, but I think he'll be fine. I really do. And I think, I think he's going to come into his own and he will find his own, his own niche. Um, Yep. Look, he makes a lot of good looking plays and he's definitely got the arm strength. He just got to learn the savviness of making smart plays, learning when to get rid of the football, not take these big sacks, not try to make these stupid plays and just be smart until he kind of finds his groove, which, I mean, he shows moments he can, he can really get into it. Yeah, what's really impressive about him, too, is that, uh, you know, he, he's not exactly working with the same thing that Jalen Hurts is. I mean, he, he's throwing to no offense to these guys like Christian Watson. And I, I actually really like Romeo Dubs, but 
to say that that you know that's Devontae Adams or to say that that's Garrett Wilson or no, AJ Brown. Young. I mean, they're second year. Players. No, I know, I but mean, I'm just saying the, the fact that he's making the most of yeah, of, of those kinds of weapons. I I think that just says more about uh you know how well he's progressing and and uh, how hopeful I think you you Green Bay Packers uh, should be. I, I one think, of the you know, this teams. was Watson. This was Watson's first week back from injury. The first game he played in. Uh, to me, Watson, you know, very highly touted receiver, six foot four. He's got the body. I mean, Watson could got easily speed. He could easily be a stud. I mean, he could easily be a stud. Okay. He's got the frame for it. So uh, I think again, I think I think Green Bay will be just fine. But Detroit is Detroit's in that they're the for real final that final four for me for the NFC. Them, Dallas, San Fran, and and of course, Ticks, Eagles. That he is not happy <laughs> that he, he hates the fact not that or no. Yeah, no, no. What's there to be happy about? You might be happier. <laughs> no, undefeated undefeated you, a quarter into the season as the defending NFC champion. You know as fucking I well as I do. I would take that every single it. day of my life. You would, and I'll take it. I'm, I'm not. I'm just. All I'm saying is, there's a four and zero when you beat the Bills. The Dolphins, the Niners, and then there's the four and when you beat the it's Texans, like the, the Buccaneers. Driving. There's there are different kinds of four and O's. That's it's all like the I'm guy saying. who's driving a Ferrari that's... that's got a little dent in the front rear, you know, in the front fender, complaining. Meanwhile, there's another guy driving like, a Ford Pinto. Think it's like the old lady with a Virginia <laughs> ham under one arm crying the blues because she's got no bread. <laughs> I tell you what, there's a Chevy Cruze engine inside that Ferrari right now. I mean, we might look good, but we are we are fucked. Um, oh, stop. I mean, we got the pieces turned around. We just haven't yet. Um, all right, let's keep it moving. Next couple games, couple blowouts, but uh, interesting nonetheless. Bengals uh, went to Tennessee. Oh. You know, they, they were in Tennessee, but this they got this fucking broken. demolished. This team's broken. This team's broken. I Listen, Zach Taylor, for him to say after this game, the day after this game, that Burrow is going to start against Arizona this week, Granted, it's Arizona. Fine, whatever. Arizona's a tough little team. They play tough. They play hard. They Even play though the they Niners, stink, they play too. hard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're a tough team. For him to announce that the day after, there is something severely, severely wrong in Cincinnati because there is no way that Burrow, we know Burrow's not 100%, but I don't even know if he's like 80%. And for him to be automatically named the starter, he th- something is hurting this team. It's not working. The offense, they're not scoring touchdowns at all. They're not scoring a touchdown, let alone multiple times. They couldn't even score a touchdown against Tennessee. And I understand Vrabel, defensive team, you know, Tennessee at Tennessee, tough plays or whatever. There is no way that the Bengals should be this bad. I know they started slow last year, but this feels a lot different because I watched that Monday night game against the Rams and it was painful to watch. It was painful to watch him operate in the pocket when he can't extend the play. And I always said, and I've been saying it for years, the most underrated aspect of Burrow's game is his legs. He could really scoot when he gets outside of the pocket. This is there is something going on with this Bengals team and it is ugly. And I don't know when it's going to get fixed because if he's not given the proper time to rest that calf and fix it, then I don't know if you're ever going to see it turn around this season. And it's extremely concerning at this point. And I don't know what's going on. It's just ugly. It's ugly. They can't get they around. can't get Mixon going either. It's not like they you know, I, I don't know what's going on there. Well, that Higgins offensive line's looks... always been an issue. He's not if they, if they know the passing is they've completely taken away the passing. They're not even worried about that. So they focus everything on Joe Mixon. I mean, these defenses are targeting him. He's got no chance because they know they know Burrow can't do anything. Would Man. you start the backup there, Mikey, and give him a week? I, rest? If if he's not right, because 
Listen, I guess the mentality is a 70% Joe Burrow is better than 90% of the quarterback. Yeah, but I'm so sick league. of hearing that. I'm so sick of hearing and that. Me and me too, because I think it's been proven now over a month that that's not the case because they're not winning. They're not winning football games and they barely won one. Their one football game that they did win, they barely won it. It took, but even, it took everything for them to beat. Uh, even LA. if it is the case, you, you, you have so, you need to get him to 100. Even if 70% Joe Burrow is better than most of the league or whatever Listen, they're trying to say, you need to get his ass to 100, bench him. Take it. You're already in. losing football games. Bench him and lose a couple more and get him to 100%. And I'm to not even going to say this. The rest of the season. I'm not, I'm not even going to say this because he's our guy and because he's he's definitely my guy. I love the guy. And he's, he's They bring in the XFL MVP, A.J. McCarron. They bring in the XL MVP, the Battle Hawk, the XFL Battle Hawk himself, AJ McCarron. He's familiar with Cincinnati. That's where he was when he was out of Alabama. Let him fucking play. He just won the XFL MVP. I understand it's not the. I understand all that, but he's played in the league. He's shown he could still play the position. Let him play and let Burrow get a couple weeks and get him get him to a hundred percent. This would be the game that you would play him too. You're playing a weaker team. Yeah. But Zach Taylor, that's see, that's the mind-boggling thing to me. How can you possibly come out the next day and declare him he's good to go? For how is that possible? So that's telling me that I guess this is just it. It's just it, unless he aggravates it again to a different point. This is it. They're just going to ride with. with well, Burrow. they just listen, also signed. They him did the give the guy contracts. a bag. Yeah, they gave yeah. the guy a bag. There's no question about it. But you know, he's you the want highest to win games. paid player in the NFL. So maybe uh, maybe they're just like, yo, this guy's got to figure he's got to work it, it, it out. I mean, I I would I would not imagine that if he was that hurt that he could have long term damage or he could really. Oh, be I hurt. mean, it's, a, it's, I a mean, it's got to be I mean, it's a ling- it's a lingering issue for sure. Yeah, it's but it can't be a, like a huge injury that's going to keep him no, up. For, no. So they're probably just like, listen, the kid's got to work his way through this. The thing you worry about with an injury like that is overcompensation on the other leg. And then when they overcompensate right. on the other leg, they blow get a tear. Out. They blow out the other. That's the concern, I would think, at this point with Burrow. But obviously not big of enough of a concern because Zach Taylor's telling you he's playing. And that's twenty, not even 24 hours after the last game just ended. But, yeah, that's a bad look for Cincinnati. They're all the way around a disaster over there. Disaster. Poor fans, man. They finally get a team that goes to the Super Bowl Cup, you know. Yep. And, yep. and they just now, – now they're just back and they just look brutal. They, they look like – they look like they they won't even make a wild card unless they turn something around. Not in the, not in this conference. No, not in this not in the AFC. Mikey V's uh, fantasy team is winning regardless. You don't even fucking need him at this point. I mean, you're 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 humming, dude. Well, I don't I mean, know if he's humming. He just won this week, but Burrow's two bang. now. I'm two you two, two. You're two. I just two. Put, I just put up a buck seventy four this week. Bro. Yeah. But crushed. Burrow, but I'm saying is Burrow a chain, a chain and Puka Nakua. Yeah, imagine if Burrow was playing like up. Burrow. Do you would have scored? Well, that's I mean Lawrence isn't playing the way I expected him to play either. To be honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. not wrong. I'm down Aaron Rodgers, and now I'm down Deshaun Watts. I have no quarterbacks. I, I have, just made I you. Nothing. I just I just made you a decent offer. It's Mike, the you best know what I offered him? It's not going to take okay. it's not going to come. I, I, I gave ticket I gave ticket an offer either but I knew he was going to take it ticket listen, is not going to make a deal. Just just this is what I offered. I offered him James Cook listen and Garrett Wilson. He likes Justin, James Cook. 
James Cook and, and, and no Joe uh, Joe likes James Cook. He that's why he's I talking you just so much. Said about, you like James Cook. I no, that's what that, that. that's what Joe said. Joe said he oh, liked James okay. Cook a lot. Well, okay. you should like James Cook because he's a great <laughs> running back. But I offered him Garrett Wilson salesman. and James Cook. Garrett Wilson and James Four? Cook for Justin Jefferson. Oh, that's absurd. That's dog shit. That's absurd. Joe, Joe, Joe. and Joe Smirk. He no, knows it Jefferson's too. He knows he's trying to overall fantasy player. Joe. <laughs> I will give you. I will give you Debo Samuel and James Cook for Ooh. Justin Jefferson. Though, if I'm going to Debo trade Samuel, best... Garrett Wilson, and James Cook, then you're talking. Oh, huh? you want well, to give the whole you house? Want, I'll be you screwed. want you want the alpha dog. You want the alpha dog. The only way I get rid of Justin Jefferson, I need a quarterback in there because I'm I'm just fucked. I offered I, I can't a quarterback accept... in my deal for Jefferson. Tick. Who was it? Burrow. Fuck you, Mikey. We just talked about what dog shit this guy well, is. Well, let's see. If the, <laughs> you, know you know Joey B's going to turn it around. And I know, I'd, all, I'd offer Lamar, but you don't like Lamar. Oh, he'd take Lamar right now in a heartbeat. I'd take Lamar. Yeah, if you think Joe's giving up Lamar after what Lamar just did to the Cleveland defense, you have another thing coming to you. There's Lamar no looks good right now. And he I know, I know sleeper, if I accepted, my sleeper AFC team, the Ravens, if I accepted that offer from Mikey, I know he would then pick up CJ Stroud immediately. I know that's his plan. He, he feels like there's a quarterback right there for the taking. So it's almost like he's not losing anything. That's your plan, Mikey. I know that. Oh, okay. um, you're not all right. that bad. I can't. God. All right, let's keep moving. Um, another blowout. Uh, this was Mikey's can't miss play of the century. Um, 100% lock. Steelers minus three. They went into Houston and got routed. By the way, only subs. Still five and two in the NFL this week. For the record, one of the losses was this loss, though, and it was horrible. The Steelers, listen, I went, I touched on it earlier. The Texans, if you looked at this game on paper, you'd have to say it'd be crazy to take the Texans because their entire offensive line, and when I say their entire, all five of them were either out, their starters, or dinged up. The The whole offensive line, C.J. Stroud so far has been, been very good for a rookie, but you figure Minka Fitzpatrick, T.J. Watt, experienced defense like the Steelers comes in, you would think riding off the momentum of that win in Vegas. I just thought that the Steelers would go in there and they would assert themselves, but their offense is really bad. Pickett got banged up. Pickett, I don't know if he's going to play this week, but less about the Steelers and just more about CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud has been tremendous. They could run the ball. We know that their running back is great. Damian Pierce. Uh, They got two legitimate pass catchers. And C.J. Stroud is just having an, an all-time rookie season for a quarterback right now. He's There's making not, smart decisions. And, and he's reading defenses. He's making anticipatory throws. I'm very happy for him, obviously, an Ohio State kid. I, 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 I'm, I'm extremely I'm surprised that they beat the Steelers. I'm surprised they smacked them in the way they did. But that's on me. I'll wear it. Uh, but hats off to C.J. Stroud. Joseph? I just have a question for Mikey. If you had a choice right now, would you take Stroud over Fields? And I yeah, granted, yes. granted, you've seen very limited. Yes, from- yes, yes. I've seen enough out of Justin Fields. I've, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just putting that out there. Justin Fields may very well work, but he's not going to work in Chicago. But to think and, you and guys didn't break him and that you wouldn't do the exact same thing to C.J. Stroud or no, Caleb, possible, Will- but, or but Caleb not, Williams for that but matter. He, but they're not broken yet, so let's break them first. 
We're not broken yet. So, I mean, I'd rather have the guy who's not broken yet than the guy who's broken. Like That's a brand new catcher's mat. He, catcher's mitt. He's just got to right. break it in. Right, right, right. <laughs> now, I, I, I'm reading a lot of, like, conspiracy theories about how Eberflus was forced on Ryan Poles and that really wasn't the guy that he wanted. Whatever, whatever. Bring me somebody in that could develop a quarterback. But right now, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out on fields. I, I'm just, I've seen enough. So if you ask me that question, Joe, yeah, I would take C.J. Stroud at this point because C.J. Stroud to me seems like he's he's acclimated already very quickly. Now, listen, we know he's not going to go the whole season without throwing interceptions. There's no fucking – nobody does that, right? The best quarterbacks to ever play the game didn't do that. So those moments will come. And I, but, but the poise he's had, the teams he's beaten – and to do it with a team that, quite frankly, I don't think a lot of people put any stock into the Houston Texans. I think it's a, a very They're a feisty team. And hats they off are. to D'Amico. I think D'Amico Ryans has done an incredible, oh, incredible job. Eagles I should have never is. let him out of that organization. I was furious when they let him go to San Francisco. He should have been should have been right there. In, another in another I, knock on the Eagles from the Well, team. could you imagine having D'Amico over Nick Sirianni? That guy's weird, oh. man. That guy's a weirdo. Yeah, Sirianni is weird. Um, but you know, what's also quite impressive about the Houston, uh, the Texans win here is that I've got zero faith in that Steelers offense, but that Steelers defense is still, still quite a, it's still a, a hell of a defense, man. They're a good team. I mean, um, Watt, Watt is arguably the best defensive yeah. player in the league next to Parsons and, and Miles Garrett. You could argue all three of them until you're blue in the face, but that's correct. So to see, you know, Stroud put up 30 against him was pretty damn impressive. Um, all right, let's get to one more game, uh, and then we'll do a little bit of a rapid fire. Um, let's dive into bang job of, of the century. Patrick Mahomes taking a dive there at the end when he could have covered the spread. Um, <laughs> oh, Chiefs tough. go to MetLife, and uh, they win by three in an, in an ugly game that looked like it was getting out of hand early, and, and the Jets fought their way back in. Mikey, what, what the hell happened there? What happened there was you saw Zach Wilson uh, play the game of his life and uh, good for him. Uh, hats off to him. The kid needed it. Uh, you know, you got to at some point feel bad when, when somebody just gets constantly dumped on like Zach Wilson does week in and week out. Um, but, you know, Mahomes did not have the greatest of games, but he did running the football and running the football was the difference in the end for Patrick Mahomes and the Jets couldn't stop it. The Sauce Gardner penalty on the holding was very oh. controversial at the end. Uh, I thought it was a bad call. I thought the NFL optics of putting uh, on their social media masthead that the Chiefs are 2-0 and as Swifties was really bad optics because everyone, everyone claims that the NFL is is uh, the, the referees always hold favoritism towards the Chiefs. So I think they have to be a little more cognizant of what that looks like. Um but the Jets, listen, the Jets who really let him down is their defense. This defense was talking about how they were going to be the, the next 85 Bears, and they just gave up far too much too quickly to the Chiefs. And they showed up later in the game, but, but they didn't do what they had to do. The defense, I think, let them down. They let Zach down, not the other way around this week. Uh, Mahomes sliding before the, before the touchdown cost a lot of people, I'm sure, a lot of money. Oh. And that is one of the more brutal things that you could see. And for it's him the right to, play, though, it's the right play. But for him to get up and then start sell, like just do the slide and get back, Patrick. You've won multiple Super Bowls. This is the Jets. You didn't beat Aaron Rodgers. You beat Zach Wilson. Just get back up and go to the huddle. Uh, but you know he's fired up. He's a fiery competitor, so I understand it. Um, but yeah, I mean the Jets, the, the Chiefs don't cover 
big spreads on the yeah, screen. They, they really just do. against bad opponents, they just rarely, rarely do. That's the Chiefs MO. Joseph. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I actually thought like I, I before the game, I actually thought that the Jets would cover. And then the game started out 17-0, and it looked like it was done. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the turning point in this game was the safety. That safety changed everything from Wasn't that moment on. Wasn't a safety either. Wasn't a safety. Technically, you could say he he was face masked before the guy was in the end zone. Um, that's neither here nor there. But that play changed the course of the game. It gave the Jets, like, literally the first thing to cheer about. They got the ball back. They scored a field goal. All of a sudden, they got five points. Um, and, and I, and I think from that point on, they kind of built off of that. And, you know, as Baron said, Zach Wilson played a pretty solid game, yes, you did. know, and, um, yeah. I, I, Brees Hall is an absolute stud. I, 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 you know, this guy, he's so good. It's a shame that if he had, if he had Aaron Rodgers, oh my year, God, oh, Brees my Hall God. would have an absolutely, he'd be one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah. You, you know, the teams would have to respect the, the, oh, you yeah. know, the passing game yeah. of Aaron. Yeah. And right now, I think a lot of teams are really stacking the box and, and making, making as Zach make should. throws. As they but Brees Hall, it seems like he pulls out a big run every single game regardless. He is a, he's a, he can catch the ball out of the outf- in, the, in the backfield. He's a stud. Um, I mean, this game, it was I, I was actually on the Chiefs. We had a small, small wager on the Chiefs. And, and you know, see Mahomes go down you know, at the two yard line, what I didn't see the player near him. I just saw him running and you didn't see the camera angle. I thought he was running into the end zone. So I was like, what an absolute unbelievable win. And then he took the knee and listen, it's the right play. It won them the game. It eliminated yeah. any opportunity for the jets to come back. But man, that is, that is gut wrenching. You, you want to talk bad beats. A kid sent me a DM on Instagram. Who's one of, one of my subscribers sent me a DM. He had a same game parlay with like seven legs. He hit every leg. The last three legs was Mahomes anytime touchdown score, Chiefs over 25 points scored, and Chiefs to cover the spread. He would have hit all three legs on that one play, and that slide cost him that entire – that is a brutal brutal beat. A that's thousands of dollars. That, kill, that honestly makes me physically ill. Yeah, when I it see does. That. It makes me physically fucking ill. It happens way more that you have bad beats than you have a good beat. Like, say you had the Jets to cover, and that happens, and you win the game like that. That rarely happens where it happens in your favor. Yep. It just seems like that, anyways. That game yep. made me sick, guys. That was, <laughs> that was, I was, I was, I was, I was sick from that game. And I tell you what, this was very close to being my problem uh, of the week, which is Jets fans because they're crying. I saw the video of of the holding call. The guy got mugged. He absolutely got mugged. But they're just crying. Why does this happen to us? I see Robert Sala throwing a fucking fit. Even gets a Wait, penalty at the end good, of the you game. You thought that was a good call. No, 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 no. I'm saying that oh. should have been called. And I'm just yeah. saying I'm that should have been a hold. Should not have been called. The guy they got mugged. It a, they called it a hold on no, but, Sauce Gardner. But no, but He's, they missed the other one where the, the line. saying was, they should have called it on there, the Chiefs. There was enough. Oh, that, yeah, 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 yeah. So That's I'm what saying, he's saying. I'm saying they're all throwing a fit. Why does this happen to us? Oh, did, and, and, and Salah's the head coach. Get some fucking composure, man. Fucking control yourself. And um, I tell you what, you know what? You know why it breaks my back? because they completely forgot 
that the the Chiefs got absolutely banged in the first place in that first half. First, it was that safety that Joe referenced. wasn't a safety, but it they call it a safety, and they gave they gave him life, gave the Jets life for the first time, and they started mounting a uh, comeback. Second absolute all time bad call was the horse collar. Chiefs got oh, absolutely banged on the horse collar too. Early on, the rest were seemed like they were completely on on the Jets' side, and then right at the end of the game. When Patrick Mahomes plays his all-time worst game, you're never going to get a better game out of Zach Wilson. That one hold, it was egregious. It was disgusting. It should have been called. The guy got mugged. It, I couldn't believe they missed it. But you know what? If you're going to blame the game on that, if you're going to cry and say, how could this happen to us? They favor the Chiefs. The refs always favor the Chiefs. You were only in that fucking game because of two massive bad calls against the Chiefs. So I'm sick of it. Uh, just shut the Shut the hell up. Get a new quarterback. Why don't you figure out getting a new quarterback? Because you got a great team. Go get a new quarterback. Don't if you uh, if you could tell already. There, head coach has got to keep his head. That was, that was I like Robert Sala, but that was embarrassing to me. Keep your yeah. cool, dude. It was embarrassing. If, if you can't tell, Mikey, particularly got banged on this game. <laughs> yeah, you could tell. But listen, <laughs> listen, I I, 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 I cannot I cannot get mad at Sala for for throwing a fit because you know what, this guy is on a hot seat. Uh, I think he's on somewhat of a hot. He's not because Rogers got hurt, and that's not his fault. But I do get it from this from the aspect of. Listen, they're not going to win many games this year. I think he knows that uh, because of the quarterback play. So to be in a game where your quarterback actually finally has been playing well, I think he really just wanted to go over the top and and over over the top to bat for for Wilson uh, in that instance. And I don't have an issue with that really. Uh, I do hear what you're saying though, Tick. Like you gotta you gotta see it from both sides. You gotta see some of the other calls that could have went either way or shouldn't have went one way. So I I do hear what you're saying, but. I don't have so much of an issue with Salah reacting the way he did. I don't. I just because have that with call with Jets call, fans in general. You know general. why? Because that call, that official was staring at that play. He saw the interception happen, and he waited until the ball was picked off, and then he took the That's flag tough, out, yeah. which looked really bad. It yeah. looked really bad. I yeah. will say oftentimes when there's bad officiating early, it, regardless of who the team is, this game it's going to continue night? through the age. How about this giant Seahawks oh, game last night? That was it was a penalty every games. play. It was a penalty. It was a tough league. watch. Oh, it was a real God. tough watch. Tough watch. It was, it was fucking impossible. If I didn't have and a we bet had the on Seahawks. the game, if I didn't have a bet on the game, I wouldn't even a fucking, I would have had to turn it off. It was so bad. It was terrible. It was, it was tough. Terrible. Man. Last thing I'll say about that Chiefs game that that's as close to to me feeling like like Vegas makes a call, you know they get involved in games and I think even Patrick Mahomes had gets a piece like hey man if you start playing like dog shit because he he was just lobbing shit up there to get through yeah. like it almost looked like he was fixing the game it looked like and, and whatever Vegas makes on it they were gonna cut him in that's how you incentivize him but some of these calls and to keep the Jets in the game after it was seven hey, it just I'm not saying they do. It felt like a fixed job. Hey, Tick, this, that's another another uh, Chiefs team that's pretty good that uh, struggled in a game. Just goes to show your Eagles aren't as bad as you think. What do you, what do you mean that the Chiefs because they struggled? The Chiefs barely beat the Jets. Yeah, they barely, yeah. and they're they're going to be a Super Bowl contender. But Chiefs and have a history of playing down to their opponents. Yeah, they have a history thinking, of that. Would you would you argue that the Chiefs are not a Super Bowl contending team? 
No, I, no, I don't no. think that they are going to be a Super Bowl contender. Oh, I, 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 I hear that. You don't that. think they're going to be at the top in the top four teams in the AFC? They're not the Chiefs of old, but when you got Mahomes and you got Andy Reid oh, and you got Travis Kelsey, you got to you got to still put them in the mix. I feel like Tick. You can't just be like you can't just. No, them and I, be like they're, they're in the mix. Be. They're in yeah, the mix. But if I'm realistically going to pick three teams to go i i just wouldn't have them in there who would you have i mean they can't the asc well i tell you right now i think i think the bills if Allen is right are a better football team right now i think if miami could get their defense figured out which is a big ask that's a big ask that's a miami i think miami could be better I think that the 49ers are a better football team. I really do. I think the they're Niners. In the, they're in the Yeah, NFC, but the though. bottom line. Well, I know is, that, but I'm just saying the teams bottom that I can see winning the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought we were just the talking about going. The bottom line is, though, there's only one team really right now in the AFC that I would say is significantly better right now as it stands than the Chiefs, and that's the Bills. I, I, would, I would say, you I know. I think the Dolphins are that, a lot better than but them. But saying that the defense has to get better, I mean, right now you are what you are. I mean, I, I think the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs, you know, they're not as sexy as they were a couple of years ago. But when you've got Patrick Mahomes, man, you always of got Of course, a but they don't have the weapons they used to. He doesn't have many options to throw the ball. And you see, when when they eliminate Travis Kelsey, I don't know if he was distracted or if well, they were covering him well. Shit. But when, when he's not involved, that offense don't look no good. And, the, no and even more so, the defense is a bit of a problem. I think they thought Chris Jones coming back was going to be a big help, and I'm sure that it is. It is. That but, secondary is, yeah. is a bit of a problem. So um, it just shows how hard and how hard it is to just be dominant every year in the NFL. Right. It's so hard. It's yeah. just so hard. That, that Patriots is. team, it just makes you realize how freaking good they oh, are. Oh my, you'll never, you'll never that'll see never that. That'll never happen. That won't happen in again. Your, for in, our, in, our li- in our lifetimes, I don't think we'll ever see something like that again. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, all right. Uh, that's it for this week. Let's do a quick rapid round to the games we didn't do a deep dive into. You guys just give me a quick headline of the game. Um, just a brief summary here. We'll, we'll whoop through them. Um, Rams went to Indy. Uh, Rams won that one barely in overtime, 29 to 23. Joseph, what uh, what'd you see there? Puka Nakua. That's all I got to say. All right. Jo- uh, Mikey? Puka Nakua. Mike took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, but guys, that guy's come out of nowhere. I, I don't even yeah. know where this guy showed up from or or like the, the backdrop. He's just, he's got a great I know story. Cooper Cup. He's got a I know great Cooper. story. Where did he play college, Mikey? You gotta, oh, I don't know where Nakua played college, but you got to look into his backstory with like his dad and stuff. It's fantastic. Well, obviously, I mean, Cooper Cup, when he story. comes back, his his dominance is going to kind of slow down. But the fact that they found a guy who's been so good so early on, yeah. Kieran Williams is a really oh, solid he's running the back. Real deal. Yeah, man. This guy is, they, they, they're going to figure out, I don't know what they're going to do with Akers. Who can Nakua went to BYU? Okay. Looks like a BYU kind of guy. But, uh, but Akers is out of town. The Rams. I wanted to write them off, but you know what? This team's got a little bit of resilience. I, they're they're better than people put on paper. Yeah, Matt Stafford, not washed, um, not yet. Uh, moving on here, Falcons went. Uh, that was the London game. They went to Wembley. Uh, Jaguars are going to be there again this week, but this week they had, um, or last week they had the Falcons, and man, they they just waxed the Falcons' ass. Man, the Jags won twenty three seven. Mikey, what'd you see there? Headline. Honestly, uh, you know. A much needed win for Jacksonville. Uh, Desmond Ritter is is not it. Atlanta's got to figure that out. He's not it. Then they're wasting a lot of talent on that team. They got a ton of talent on the offensive side of the ball. Jacksonville, to me, is still a team that that they 
they're not there yet. And Lawrence is still not right yet. And they got to get him right. And they got to do it quick. Joseph. The London games suck, man. <laughs> they, they're always shitty. I'm sorry. I don't, I didn't even watch half of this. I watched 10 minutes of the toy story thing. And, and then I, I just the toy story off, thing man. was great. It was very good. Yeah. It was, it was good. Cool. Dom fun loved the, it. My fun son for the whole it. family, man. Fun for the whole. Oh, family. my NFL. son was obsessed. He was loving it. He was loving it. <laughs> That's good. But I will say I will, I will watch this week with the Bills being, you know, yeah. I got Josh Allen. I got the Bills defense. I got some James Cook. Yeah, so that I will could watch. be interesting. Could be interesting that game because Jack, be Jacksonville, game. Jacksonville is acclimated now. They've been there yeah. for two weeks. So could be, I would almost, could be I don't know what the line is on that game, but I almost might Five take and Jacksonville a half. to cover. Five and a half. Five and a half. I, I'm, I might take Jacksonville to cover there. Yeah. Um, we'll get there. Uh, next game, we got Ravens went to Cleveland and the Ravens waxed their ass 28 to three. No, Mikey? Deshaun Watson. Yeah. No Deshaun Watson, but Lamar Jackson Ravens Ravens going to be a tough team. If they could get healthy, it's just, a, they have so many issues every year with these injuries, but if they could get healthy, they're going to be very, very, very tough team to beat. Mark yeah. Andrews also looked uh, like himself again for the first time in what seemed like a long time. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right, then we had the Bucks. They went to New Orleans. They won twenty six to nine. Yeah, D- uh, Derek Carr has got to get it figured. He's oh. got to get it figured out because the Saints have a good defense. You know, traditionally they have a they have a pretty good defense over there. They have some weapons over there. Oh, it was, it was Jameis Winston, no? No, Derek, it was Derek Carr. Derek, no, Carr, Derek played? Carr. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looked shit. like dog shit too. Yeah. I think they would have been better with Jameis. Probably. Probably. He made a, a lot of bad mistakes, man. A lot of bad mistakes. Timely uh, turnovers. That fullback with the fumble there. With uh, that was a, a game changing play. It was an ugly game, man. Ugly game. The Bucks are going to come back down to earth very soon. Yeah, very, are, very yeah, soon. Bucks, they are Bucks. frauds. Yeah, they're not good. Yeah. Um, the Saints haven't scored a touchdown since they went up early on uh, on the Packers last week. They ever since you guys made a comeback, they haven't scored a single touchdown. Um, something to look into there. It's a, it's a decent offense. They really should be scoring at a bit of a clip there. Um, next game, we got the Vikings. They went to Carolina. Um, Vikings won 21-13. Joseph? Uh, Vikings are 1-3. Mikey says they're out of it. I don't think they are. Um, they, they they shoot themselves in the foot every week. They Kirk Cousins makes a lot of mistakes. I think, though, yeah. they could write the ship around and they could get back on track. I don't think they're a terrible team. I think they played very poorly. I think Kirk Cousins puts them in in a in bad positions, um, and Carolina's like you said they, they didn't score a touchdown. It was the one touchdown they scored. It was it was on the a turnover, you know. So yeah, I I don't think Carolina is one of the worst teams in the NFL. I I I think the you know I expected the Vikings to win this game. They barely did, but they got a much needed win. Yeah, I, I listen. Minnesota to me is is just where's Minnesota going? What's Minnesota doing this year? They're not going to win. Wild card, they're, maybe. They're, I don't think. I don't know. I think it'd be a waste of time. They're not beating anybody in the playoffs. Their their defense is 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 not good. Uh, the offense is is. I mean, it's it's good sometimes, and then other times it's just Cousins just running around back there like a chicken with his head cut off, making weird decisions. So, I don't know. I'm out on Minnesota. Okay. Um, Raiders went to LA to play the Chargers battle of two worst coaches of all time and looked like neither one of them wanted to win that game. Uh, but the Chargers ended up winning 24-17. Mikey? 
Khalil Mack, six sacks. Wild. Rough moment for the sportsman last last week. Asking asking where's what happened to Khalil Mack? Then immediately. Oh yeah, got- <laughs> yeah. Six sacks. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Tie the record. Um, all right. By the way, uh, Staley's gonna lose his job yeah. any one of these weeks pretty soon. He keeps doing this shit fourth and short. He's going for it on his own yeah, in his own. I mean, it's nuts. He's got to learn. This guy doesn't learn from his mistakes, man. He really doesn't. Yep. Uh, Patriots went to Dallas and Dallas waxed their ass. That was my pick of the week. Also pretty embarrassing. Um, Cowboys won 38 to three. Yeah, that was was worst pick. (laughs) Yeah, it was. (laughs) It was. It was the worst pick. It was. I'll own that. That was terrible. (laughs) Embarrassing. Joseph, anything to add? Dallas is good, man. I, they had, they had, you know, Mikey V was right. They had kind of a, uh, an off week last week against, you know, the week prior against the Cardinals where they looked like they were, you know, I, I don't know what they were doing. That being said, uh, they're a good team. They, they're, they're solid. Their defense is, is electric. They're, they're one yeah. of those teams. If their defense could, uh, if their defense can maintain and Dak can just protect the ball uh, and not give it away and, and be able to sustain some drives to keep the defense rested and off the field. They're going to be one of those teams that are going to be very hard to beat because they have talent everywhere and not just talent. They have elite talent everywhere. Um, so they're going to be, they're going to be tough. Dallas Dallas is going to be a tough team to beat. Now Dallas, San Francisco this week. Great game. Great game. Um, talking, talking San Francisco Cardinals went to San Francisco and, uh, Played better than I thought they would, but they lost nonetheless 35 to 16. Joey D, what'd you see there? I don't know, man. I, some of these teams, I, I you, it's hard to get a read on. Yeah, I, I mean, San Francisco, San Francisco, San Francisco, Christian McCaffrey's just setting, you know, every record possible. First four games, uh, I think the fourth guy in NFL history, Jim Brown did it twice. Emmett Smith did it, where there's 600 yards from scrimmage or 700 yards. 600 yards from scrimmage and seven touchdowns in the first four games. One of four guys to ever do it. Actually, three guys because Brown did it twice. Emmett did it once. So, I mean, McCaffrey is just – he's just a different breed of like – you talk about running backs not getting paid. That guy is the only guy really worthy of giving a bag to at the running back position because he's just a unicorn. He's just so much different than all these other guys. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as he goes – as long as he's healthy, this team will – the sky's the limit because when you have Debo and you have Ayuk and you have Kittle and you have Trent Williams, uh, you know, it's just – it's it's unfair because they're just so good everywhere. Uh, and then their defense. I mean, their defense is just at every level. So the San Francisco 49ers, to me, uh, are the best team in the NFC. Uh, I might be I the best team in the NFL. Yeah, I, I don't okay. disagree with that top to bottom and the defense. I mean, the defense, I, the defense, the defense. And By the and way, Debo was hurt, basically didn't play. Debo's always dinged up. Yeah, he's No, always... but I'm saying he, he he didn't even have a single target. He carried yeah, the ball. They don't need him to. Ayuk I mean, looked amazing. And McCaffrey, awesome. McCaffrey could have had a fifth touchdown. They could have given him a fifth one. So he would have had the, I think the franchise record, I think it would have been for the 49ers. But they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're really good, man. They're, they're really, really good. They're stacked. The, the Niners, this is do or die right now for the Niners because 
they get they, they just got too many guys to pay. I mean, there's just too many good elite players to pay. I mean, this is the time is now for San Francisco. They got to do it. Get it done. Do you think year. Brock Purdy is the is the truth? Do you think he really I, is I, the guy? I think that uh, obviously a lot is masked in the fact that he plays in a Kyle Shanahan offense, who I think is an offensive genius, basically. And the fact that he is surrounded with the most elite talent in the league offensively, uh, combination that is blindside tackles, the best offensive tackle in football. I mean, he is in the most ideal situation for a young quarterback because yeah. you could possibly, possibly be in. And not to mention that his defense just gets him the football back every every three plays. They just three and out everybody. Not to so, mention he was behind a guy who broke his foot or yeah. whatever and out for yeah. the year that was supposed to be the starter. It's yep. all lined up for him. Yep. Yep. And he protects the football. He doesn't turn it over, which is uh, it's a nice quality yeah, of the quarterback. No, you, you cannot do that in that offense. You cannot. No, you can't. Um, and we'll round it out with the Monday night game just last night. Um, Seahawks went to New York, and it was it was tough to watch, as you guys mentioned earlier. Seahawks won 24-3. Joey D? Just a terrible game. I, I had, I, we, we had the Seahawks, and it was still a terrible game. Mistakes made all over the field. Bad calls. There was a there was a pl- point of the game. It was first and twenty, or first Seahawks, and twenty. Seahawks, first and twenty five. They got penalized, penalized four for times a, in a row. They got penalized for another hold, and it went from first and twenty five to first and twenty. Yeah. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" So it was like it was bizarre. The whole game was weird. It had a bad vibe to it. It was like that. That game was just. It was not an entertaining at all. It's a wash of a game. Yeah, Giants fans are in absolute shambles right now because they gave the bag to Danny Dimes and uh, he just looks, I mean, call spade a spade, he looks <laughs> terrible. And and the Giants could very easily be 0-4, should be 0-4. Um, they, they, Daniel Jones was sacked 11 times in this game. Oh. Their offensive line is as bad as I've ever seen. Uh, he looks like that game was like disturbing to watch actually at one point, just watching him keep getting sacked. It was like, it was, it was traumatic to watch. Um, so yeah, the giants are, the giants are in as bad a spot right now as I've, I've seen them in, in a long, long time. And for fans of this team that expected, you know, they paid Jones and Saquon came back and Saquon Dayball, Dayball's the head coach of the year last year. And Joe Shane looks like a hell of an executive and they're making all these moves and they bring in uh, Darren Waller and all this stuff. And, you know, to start the year off like this is, is as tough as it gets, as tough as it gets for the Giants. All right, moving on here to week five preview. Start with a Thursday night game. Mikey, we got the Bears going to D.C. Uh, Washington is a five and a half point favorite. Who you got there? Uh, you know, obviously I think the commanders will win the game five and a half is a lot of points, but I, I think, uh, you know, gun to my head, it wouldn't be a game that I would bet the spread, but if I had to, I'd take Washington, uh, the bears. Now the commanders give up the most sacks in the league, but the issue is that bears are the worst team in the league at sacking the opposing quarterback. So something has to give there. They're literally dead last in both respective categories. Um, and on the flip side, the Bears give up a hell of a lot of sacks too, and the Commanders can get after the passer because of that defensive line that they have. I think that'll be the difference. I think Fields will be running around like a psycho on Thursday night. I think the uh, short week, I, the home team, just give me the home team. Uh, Bears will lose that game. Do it, I think the Bears are going to cover. I, I do. Oh. I do agree with Mikey. I do agree with Mikey. I do think that. Um, 
I do think the Commanders win this game. I think it's going to be an ugly game. I, I see the Commanders win by three points, maybe four points. I don't – five and a half is a lot. I, I would take the Bears to cover here. They showed glimpses of being able to make some plays on offense, uh, and Fields finally showed me that he, you know, he he's capable of – making some some good throws, and Komet looked good. I think there's some positives to take in that atrocity of a loss. That being said, uh, I, I, I like the Bears. I think the Bears cover here. Um, I'm going to take Washington, minus five and a half. I, I, uh, you know, I, I thought Denver was the absolute worst team in the fucking league, and they managed to come back against your Bears, and Washington played the 4-0 Eagles and uh, played them tough. So I, I can't imagine Washington not absolutely destroying this team, but been wrong before. Moving on. Um, Eagles are heading to L.A., uh, and the Eagles are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Joey D., who you like there? I like the Eagles this week. I think the Eagles have a really good week this week. I think, um, you know, the Rams coming off a big win. I think, you know, this spread should be higher, I think. Uh, give me the Eagles. What is it, four-and-a-half, Tick? Four-and-a-half, yeah. Yeah, give me the Eagles a four-and-a-half. Okay. Mikey? Um, I think the Eagles win, but I do think that the Rams cover. Okay. I do. All right. I, I, I think the Eagles win, but I think the Rams cover. Okay. Um, I do too. I'm going to take the Rams as well. I don't, I haven't seen any, any reason to believe that the Eagles can, can just squash a bad team. I think they're going to let a lot of these teams hang around. And I think, uh, I think the Rams cover this one, um, moving on. Jags are playing the Bills. This is another London game, and the Bills are five-and-a-half-point favorites. Mikey, who you got? You know, I, I want to take the Jags with the points because they've been there for two weeks. They're acclimated. The Bills just came off that. I think that was a big emotionally charged game for them to beat the Dolphins. So give me the Jags with the points. I think, again, the situation where the Bills win the football game, but I think that the Jags cover the spread. Joey, I'm really torn on this. Um, in one, in one, in one breath, I could see exactly what Mikey said uh, happening. I could see the Jags playing tough, and it goes down to the wire. Uh, I do think the Bills win this game, but in another, the other side of my head, I could just see this being an absolute rout. Um, and the Bills look like the real deal. I'm going to go with the latter of the two. I'm going to take the Bills to cover the spread. I think it's a London game. It's going to be another watch. I have not seen an exciting game at Wembley, maybe ever. It's just, it's always, and you, every time you get up, we're on the Pacific time zone. You're like, okay, it's a 6.30 a.m. start. I'm going to watch it. It could be a good game. This week I will actually probably watch because, I, like I said, I have a bunch of Bills players in my fantasy lineups, but I, I, I don't expect it to be an exciting game. I agree with Joe. I, I I feel like I've never seen an exciting game. London, people in England must think football sucks because they don't yeah. see any close games. They don't see any of them. Um, I'm sure there's been one, but it does it sure as hell doesn't feel like they're they're uh they happen often. So and I just think, you know, just don't overthink it. I think the Bills, they crushed the Dolphins. I know they're going to the London. I know the Jags have already been there a week. They get to acclimate, but I I just think Buffalo just takes care of business there. It's a lot of points, but uh, I'm going to take Buffalo minus five and a half. Um, Texans are heading to Atlanta. Atlanta is a two point favorite. Oh, oh, oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah, it's in Atlanta. I, I think the Texans win this game. 
Okay. You taking the spread? You taking the well, – I'll, I'll yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'll take the spread. I'll take the Texans plus two. Is C.J. Stroud, I mean, maybe I maybe he's a flash in the pan. The guy looks legit. Desmond Ritter looks like – I mean, this guy does not look like he should be an NFL quarterback. He can barely – now, they beat my Packers, so who am I to talk? But that being said, I, 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 I like – this might be my game of the week. Oh. I'm not going to say yet, but Texans plus two. I, 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 I'm very confident with this. All right, Mikey. Yeah, it's a fishy line for sure. I, I, I don't see how this this line doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, that the that Atlanta's minus two, and usually when that doesn't make sense, that means to take Atlanta. Yeah, I tell yeah. you to yeah. take Atlanta. Um, so that's what I'll do. I'll take Atlanta. <laughs> I'll take Atlanta with the it's two. Good reasoning. Yeah. Um, but. I think it'll be like a high scoring game. I do. I think it'll be like a, a pretty high scoring game. I could be dead wrong with that, but yeah, I'll take Atlanta. Cause that's just weird. doesn't make any sense. Atlanta minus two. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to take Houston as well. I, I agree with Mikey. I think that that, if it seems odd, it's a usually fishy go line, man. it is, it is, but Houston just playing too well. I mean, yeah, give me Houston. Um, Panthers are heading to Detroit. Detroit is a nine and a half point favorite. Uh, Mikey, who you got there? Detroit. Detroit to cover. To I know cover. it's a lot of I know it's a lot of points, but Detroit um could be on the verge now, I feel like, of really starting to hit stride and clicking i know they let green bay back into that game but again that's a divisional game it's a road game it's outside of a dome outside of their comfort zone now they're back home in the cozy dome they get this team that stinks coming in detroit minus nine and a half give me i mean when's the last time you saw the lions almost a double digit point favorite? oh my god this is not your grandfather's lions this is this <laughs> is the new dan campbell lions and give me the lions i I just love the way they play ball, man. I think they are a team that imposes their will. They're nasty up front. They're real nasty. Decker and 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 Sewell and 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 Montgomery. They're just they got a really good attitude. I mean, they're just nasty. They're not a team I'd want to play. I think they're going to bully Carolina on Sunday. I think they're going to bully him. Joseph, I think all the money is going to be on the Lions. So give me the Panthers plus nine and a half. I think. Listen, Mikey makes all valid points. I don't disagree with any of them. That's a big spread, though. That's almost it is. You got to win by ten. Yeah, um, I could easily see them winning by you know seven to nine points. You know, and they don't cover. I think a lot of money is going to be on the on on the Lions. And for that reason, I'll go with the Panthers nine and a half plus. But I do agree with all your points, Mikey, and I do think that the Lions are the real deal. I don't think they get enough credit for it. I think they're a hell of a team. Yeah, I agree with Mikey. I'm going to ride with Detroit. I think they crush them. Um, all right, Titans are heading to Indianapolis. That's a pick them. That's a pick them, boys. <laughs> Joseph? Yeah, that should be. I'm going to take the Colts, man. And you know what? Jonathan Taylor oh. might be back in this game. Uh, he might be playing. Uh, the Colts have showed me that they, you know, they, they're capable of scoring on, you know, on offense. Zach Moss looks good. Anthony Richardson makes some good plays. Uh, I, I, I'm I, I'm not really high on the Titans, dude. The Titans to me are they're gonna run the ball a lot, but Tannehill doesn't look that great. Uh, I I I I like it. Is it in Indy? Yeah. Yeah, give me the home team, give me India to pick them. Okay. I'll take Tennessee. Oh. 
Yeah. All right. What do you like, Ticket? I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with Indy as well. I, I I just think Titans are one of those teams that just have losing in their blood. Um, give me the Colts. Uh, the Giants are heading to Miami, and Miami is an eleven point oh. favorite. Yeah, it's a lot of points. Um, you know, I'd like to know if Saquon's going to be back. I'd like to know if Andrew Thomas is going to be back. We don't know either yet. Uh, for New York, it may not matter. Is if New York loses this game by eleven or more points, hmm. I mean, they that means that it has completely gone off the rails. Uh, you would think Miami coming off that loss to the to Buffalo is going to be very pissed off. Um, the Giants can't get off after the quarterback. That's going to be a problem for them uh, because these receivers are just going to run wild, I feel like. So, you know, 11 is a ton. 11 is a ton, but I'll take I'll take Miami in the points. Joey D and Dre? Uh, Dre loves the Dolphins, and so do I. Uh, that <laughs> offensive line is a disaster, man. That offensive line is so bad. And, and, and by the way, if Saquon doesn't play, they have no shot. Um, that being said, Daniel Jones got no time in the pocket, man. He's getting absolutely blitzed. Give me, it's a lot of points, but the Dolphins are going to bounce back. Mike McDaniels is a good coach. I think he just runs the score up. I think this is a blowout. Yeah, this is a tricky one. I mean, that that's a lot of fucking points. But on the other hand, a lot of people are saying that Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, two, two of the worst quarterbacks in the league. I haven't seen anyone be worse than this guy. He does this thing where he he has a couple magic plays and he he keeps you. He's like one of those guys in fantasy that he just just good enough not to drop, mm -hmm. and that's what the Giants have on their hands. He he makes a couple plays where he's just good enough, and you're like maybe this could be the guy, and then he just plays like dog shit, bottom of the barrel dog shit. Um, so I just I can't imagine this this offense gets anything going, and I think Tua. Uh, yeah, like Mikey said, they're going to be playing a little pissed off. So, fuck, give me Miami minus 11. Um, One of the head scratchers of the week was Teddy picking up Daniel Jones with the first waiver position. <laughs> Meanwhile, a chain or is sitting there just for Mikey V to come swooping in. Teddy, what are you doing, dude? You just banged that yourself, was rough. Man. That was that rough. was a rough look. Mikey V was probably licking his, his chops. chops. I couldn't. I, I got to be honest. I couldn't believe I got him. I could I not. Couldn't where believe were you on that? Believe I got him. Where were you on the on the waiver wire that week? I guess I was two. Right. You were two. Okay. I guess I had to. I guess I had to be two. I mean, listen. Uh, I did not expect to get him. I put in oh, the claim, you know, not expecting Daniel to get him. Jones. When I, I saw knew. I got him, I said, this is going to be my starting running back for the rest of the season. I go, this is my starting run. And and right on cue against the Bills. I, I mean, this guy ripped off two touchdowns against the Bills. What's he going to do against the Giants? Mostert. What's he going to do against the Giants? Run for 500? Yeah, I think Mostert's getting a little edged out here. I think by the end of this year, you're going to see that. Well, a chain was a big-time sleeper. A lot of guys were saying that coming into the season, so I'm hoping that they're right, and I hope I could ride him and Pollard out for the rest of the way. If Joe Burrow could wake the fuck up, that would be nice. Or if Ticket wants to trade me Justin Jefferson in the wow. Burrow deal, work something out there. Too. There's no way you're doing Justin Jefferson for Burrow. No, no, no. I offered no, Burrow. No. I offered Burrow. I offered um, Brian Robinson I, Jr. Is that who? Brian Robinson Jr. That's 
listen, and, and I believe I offered DJ Moore, if not mistaken. Yes, you did. But you you wanted someone else too. It was Justin Jefferson, and I wasn't and it someone Brock else? Purdy. I need a quarterback Brock Purdy. exchange. Yeah, I need Mikey, a I can't give up a quarterback, man. I'm no. closer to I'm closer to getting rid of Justin Jefferson than I am a quarterback. You I, pick up CJ Stroud, you then you got Stroud and Burrow. You're set. Yeah. Yeah. Stroud looks good. Let me take a look at where I'm at on that waiver wire because I I got to imagine there's a lot of people interested in CJ Stroud. Um, I hope, I hope for Teddy's sake, he's interested because my God, <laughs> my God, who was your running back, by the way, Mikey, uh, who you replaced with a chain, who, who did you have in there? Um, I had, I would probably, I guess Robinson or, um, or, uh, Khalil Herbert or, you know, something like that. Okay. Nick, I tell you second on the waiver wire. There okay. You go. Teddy's got to you know, be number one. You know, well, you know, who's number one, Bob. Oh Bobby yeah. Fairways. Bob. I beat Bob by like Who's 100 quarterbacks. Points. He's got Prescott and Tua. Yeah, so he probably won't oh, want him. You know, you know. If but who do drop, I drop? Do I drop Deshaun Watson? Then you sharks are going to go out there I, and get. I would, I would drop Deshaun Watson to pick up Dak Prescott. You just want Deshaun Watson, don't you? I don't need. No, I'm going to yeah, stick. But Dak with Prescott's Goff. on Bob's team. He's not available. I'm saying if Bob picks up Stroud, he's gonna oh, drop. Oh, oh, he's oh. gonna drop down. Oh, but he won't. He, he's Bob, not, ain't, he... Bob ain't picking up CJ Stroud. So Tim, nah, you might he's... have CJ Stroud. I don't think I'll drop Deshaun Watson for him. To be honest, he, he's another guy. It's like he's that's just the tough. That's the tough thing with the two quarterback max rule. But that's what roster. makes it fun. That's what makes yeah. the it's strategy. Yeah. You gotta yeah, you, a lot you of gotta strategy. take risks. Yep. Yeah, you do. Um, all right, boys, let's move on here. We got the Saints rolling into New England. Uh, New England is a one and a half point favorite. Joey D, who do you like there? I love the Patriots. I think the Saints are just lost, man. They are they're in a lot of trouble, man. They're in a lot of trouble. Um, uh, and Derek Carr, I he got banged up. I I I don't know, man. They they, they I don't even know what to say. Like their quarterback situation is dire. Olave's a hell of a receiver, but it's outside of that, they don't really have anybody who's like a go-to. Now Kamara's back, and that makes a big difference. But Patriots are Patriots were just embarrassed. They it was the worst loss ever in the Belichick history of coaching this team. If you don't think that he's going to have them playing hard at home this week against a very mediocre Saints team, I I, I like the Patriots a lot here. It was one and a half. Yeah, I like the I like the Patriots a lot. All right, Mikey. I like the Saints. I like the Saints. Uh, Christian Gonzalez out for New England. Matthew Judon, their best pass rusher, out for New England. Torn biceps. Mac Jones got benched. A lot of crazy shit going on in New England right now. I, I the Saints were my sleeper team to win that division, and I'm going to stick with the Saints to, and a sleeper a sleeper pick for me in the division. I'm I'm gonna stick with the Saints. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride it out with the Saints and see what happens this week. They lose uh, this week uh, the, to that team, then then I gotta re uh, reconfigure. But I'm taking the Saints. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Saints as well. I think the uh, Patriots look look broken right now, man. Um, all right, let's start jumping around here, and then we'll do again. We'll do a rapid round for some of the games that we missed. But let's jump to some of the, the better games of the week. We got the Ravens uh, in Pittsburgh. Uh, Baltimore's a three and a half point favorite in Pittsburgh. Mikey, who do you like? Ravens with a bullet because I don't know what's going on with Pickett. If he doesn't start and it's Trubisky, I mean, Jesus Christ, give me the the Ravens coming off that win. I mean, listen, I know the game is in Pittsburgh, but that doesn't matter. This division, the black and blue division. I mean, they, they beat each other up no matter where they play. I just, I, I like the Ravens preseason. I, I, they were, they were a future pick for me to win the Super Bowl. 
Uh, I they're they're just they they can't get it right because of all the injuries. Every single year they get killed. But I'm gonna ride the Ravens out, man. I have to. I picked them. I gotta ride them out. Give me yeah. the Ravens. Joseph, Ravens. Easy Ravens. That. Yeah, man. Pittsburgh's offense is broken. It's bad. I agree with the boys here, and I agree with them so much. This this is gonna be my pick of the week here. Wow, I'm, take, I'm gonna take Baltimore here. Team that I wasn't very high on, but I'm even. Uh, the Steelers are. There's a lot of broken teams out there right now, man. There's there's a lot of good. It's, it, there's not a lot of middle of the road teams. There's a lot of broken teams, and there's a lot of good teams. Um, and I think Steelers are one of those broken teams, man. I don't know if it's Pickett. I don't know if it's Tomlin. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, doesn't look like they even know what it is. But uh, yeah, give me Baltimore as my game of the week minus three and a half there. Um, all right, moving on here. We've got Chiefs heading into Minnesota. The Chiefs are a five-point favorite. Joseph. Oh, God, man. I feel like every time I take the Chiefs to cover spreads, yeah, they, never they let me down. Give me the Vikings plus five. Oh, Mikey? Chiefs will cover the spread. Chiefs will. Uh, Chiefs will I co- want to bet the Chiefs so bad, if Mikey, the but Chiefs, they always. If, yeah, no, I hear you. I, I hear you. I, I definitely hear you. Uh, Chiefs got to cover this spread. Uh, they got it. This is under a touchdown. It's under it's, a t- it's under a true touchdown. You don't even need the extra point. It's not even six and a half. It's not six. It's five. Give me the Chiefs uh, to cover. Give me the Chiefs to cover. They got to cover. Okay. I'm not touching the Chiefs again this year. They bang me so. Yeah, I, yeah. They always, spite, they always do. They always do. out of spite, not picking them <laughs> again a single, not one time this year. Out of spite. So don't even listen to my picks on this. Um, Minnesota plus five, um, Cowboys. This could be the game of the week. Cowboys are heading to San Francisco. San Francisco at home is a four point favorite. Mikey, who do you like there? So, uh, I see it on DraftKings right now is three and a half, but if it's four, it's four. It really don't make a difference. Um, games in San Francisco. So I'll take San Francisco. I'll take San Francisco because I just uh, being at home. Give me San Francisco. Um, I just think that I need to see Dak do it before against the top flight team like that before I could comfortably take Dallas. So give me San Francisco. Now, if Dallas comes out and they win the game outright, you know, then I'll have a different tune the next time. But I'm going to take San Francisco for now. They're just hot. Joseph, I'm making a wild pick this week. This is my game of the week. Oh, and I think Cowboys not only cover the plus four, I think they win this game. I think that the defense is going to be the first true defense that Brock Purdy has faced that is going to get in his grill, that's going to face him, that's going to beat him up, and that's going to make him make plays. I think that they're going to do enough that they can win this game. I know it's not a it's not a popular pick. No, I no, I, I disagree. I I don't think it's an unpopular pick. I that think Micah a, Parsons. I think it's a coin flip. Is so good, man. Debo is banged up a little bit. I do think. Again, I think a lot of people are going to be on the on on the, the Niners, and I give them all the reason too because they've looked very good. I just think Dallas, man, this is a scrappy football team. And I think that they're going to run Pollard a ton. 
I think they're going to make smart. I think Dak's going to manage the game enough. And I think the defense is going to cost some turnovers. And I think they can win this game. Dan That's my Quinn, pick of the week. Dan Quinn versus Shanahan is going to be fascinating. I think that Shanahan is going to be expecting Dallas to attack Brock Purdy. I think Shanahan is going to going to expect Dan Quinn to dial up anything and everything in the kitchen sink and get it thrown at Brock Purdy. I think you're going to see a lot of screens. I think you're going to see a lot of misdirection. I think you're going to see a lot of draws. Anything that will delay and slow down that rush and try and catch Dallas on the rush selling out. That's what I think you'll see out of San Francisco. Is it going to work? I don't know. It's going to be a great game. I can't wait for that. That's a four o'clock start, right? Take her four thirty. No, it's a five thirty. No, that's the Sunday night game. That's the night game. It's the prime time game. Wow, it's, it's going to be exciting, be unbelievable. It's going to be awesome. Wow, it's going to be good. awesome. Good. It's going to be great. Not to take Perez's word, but good for us. Good. For us. <laughs> I will say this is good the week we finally do find out is. Is what's his name? Is Brock Purdy really what he's made himself? I, you know what, Joe? And you see, I think the opposite narrative. I think this is where we find out what is Dak Prescott made of. Prime time on the road. You embarrassed Uh, yourself in the playoffs. Well, well, then if that's true, Tick, then you got to be picking San Francisco if that's the way you feel. Tick, what do you like this game? Uh, uh, no, actually, but not not because of Dak Prescott. I think this Dallas defense, defense, even without Diggs. They are tremendous. And I think, I, I think, as Joe said, I think they're going to really test Brock Purdy. And I hate to say it, he's on my fantasy team. I need him to perform well. Um, I'll tell you but, what I uh, like in this game, and this may be my play of the week. Give me, oh. under, give me under 45 is the total oh. in this game. Give me yep. the under on 45 in this game is my pick of the week. Uh, especially now it's the night game. I think you're going to see a little bit of a chess match in the beginning between Quinn and Shanahan. Give me the under of 45 in Dallas. San Francisco is my pick of the week. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm taking Dallas uh, plus four. Um, I just, uh, it's not about Dak. It's about the defense. So um, is Joe taking them? Joe is taking the money line. Is that correct? I'm going to no, take plus the four. plus four as my game of the week. But oh. I said, I said, not only do I think that, I think if you're willing to go Dallas, I would go money line as well. I think they're going to win this game. Okay. Okay. But the plus four to me is seems like that's the play of the week for me. I yeah. like it so much that I, I would almost say I think Dallas can win this game outright. Okay, okay, great. Um, all right, let's start doing a little bit of a rapid round here just so we can get to who's a problem and some questions and get the hell out of here. I think this is this one's already been like almost an hour and it's a half almost, here. Oh, almost, hour and almost two minutes. hours already, dude. Jesus Christ. Um, we're we're gonna have to start too. doing two episodes. One episode just for the for the the previous week. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? We have a tough enough time just getting one out, you know. So I don't want to get grumpy. But in a perfect in a perfect world, I think that yeah. would be that would be right. That People would be are just loving it. by the way, the 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 ratings on the last one were through the roof. It was one of our best episodes that we've had to date. There we go. And I, I think I think I watched that one back, and I think I picked just about every single one wrong. Just about <laughs> every single one wrong. So oh, take geez. my picks with a grain of salt here. Um, all right, let's just do a little bit of a wrap it around here. Monday night, we got the Packers heading to Oak uh, to Las Vegas, rather. Um, Green Bay I'll be is there. a two point favorite. Joey D will be there. Uh, who do you like in that game, Joe? I like the Packers. I like the Packers bounce back and cover. Um, and I'll be screaming my lungs out, cheering for them. I really will. Okay. Mikey? Yeah, Green Bay. Raiders are bad. All right. Um, let's head over to Denver. 
Jets are heading into uh, Denver, and Denver's a two-point. What a bad game. It's, it's, it's going to be a tough watch. Denver's Jets. a two-point favorite. Jets. 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 Yeah, Jets. Um, let's see. What other game did I miss here? Bengals are heading to uh, Glendale. They're playing the Cardinals, and Bengals are a three-point <laughs> favorite. Bengals, and if this is not the week, it ain't never going to happen. Bengals. What's the spread, Tick? Three. Three. Yeah, you got to go Bengals. Boy, oh boy. I think I'm going to go Cardinals. I'm going to go Arizona. Uh, it's, not a bad, it's not a bad play. Tell you no. what, uh, do I think they're going anywhere? No. But am I starting to come around and like this Dobbs guy? Sure am. Yeah. Sure am. <laughs> uh, Hollywood Brown. I mean, the uh, Bengals just can't move the football, man. No, they just stinks. can't. As long as you target Mixon. And their defense stinks. Yeah. And, they're, and you know what? Their offense stinks right now. Their offense stinks. Um, and they've got a guy who's always open, apparently. Jamar Chase is always open, just just can't find him. Just ask um, him. Just ask him, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Panthers are heading to Detroit. Um, did, oh, no, we already did that one. We did that. We did, yeah, that one. Let's see. did we miss we any good. other ones? I think we hit them all. I think we yeah. hit them all because we got four teams on buys. All right, Mikey, um, do you want to talk college? Do you want to skip it? What do you want to do here? I know you're getting uh, we can't. Time. We can't get into college now. We're an hour and 45 uh, in. Okay. Do you want to just do who's a problem and a couple questions, or what do you want to do here? Yeah, let's let's do that. Yep. All right. Um, Mikey, who's your problem this week? Um, my problem this week, I would have to say is, uh, let's see here. Joe, do you have one ready to rock already? I have one ready to go. go All right, Joe. Right go ahead, Joe. My problem go is ahead. Zach Johnson, possibly the worst captain I've ever witnessed in a Ryder Cup. This guy was idiotic early and often, making excuses for the players, saying they were – battling flu-like symptoms saying he liked what he saw to these guys when they got their asses waxed that first night saying he liked the commitment out of the team putting out absolutely garbage matchups when leaving guys like Brooks Kepka, leaving guys like Spieth and Justin Tom on the on on to sit and not to play the first night this guy made almost every wrong mistake throughout the entirety of this tournament and I just think he was awful. Obviously, now a lot of the onus has to go on the players themselves, but he was terrible. He made, we. I said before the tournament that Europe was going to win this easily, that he made the wrong decisions. He picked the wrong guys to go down. And you know what? He proved me right. He was an awful, awful captain. And to be quite honest, I hope he never gets an opportunity to be in that spotlight again. He was a big problem, an absolute disgrace. Europe got fucking just dominated us and it's an embarrassment and it's really disappointing and you know it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth watching these europeans celebrate on the bus singing you know europe's on fire your united states is scared uh, it's just it's it's awful i can't wait till the next one it's going to be in new york it's going to be at uh at beth page it's going to be great and you know what hopefully we have a better captain who can help right this ship in the right direction and we wax their ass and we take back what's rightfully ours, which is the Ryder cup. And that's my spiel done. All right, yeah, Mikey, you got um, one. Yeah, I got one. Uh, my problem of the week this week is he's a problem is Canelo Alvarez and Canelo Alvarez. Fought, <laughs> he, he fought some guy on Saturday night, just boxing the sport of boxing in general, man. Like, just to watch a sport that as growing up as a kid in the eighties and the nineties, the late eighties and the early nineties, like the fighters I saw and who used to growing up with those fights to just see what this sports become. Like that was an exhibition bout on Saturday and they make it, they tout it like, and there's no wonder they're behind the UFC 
Uh, so, so maybe it's more boxing in general, but Canelo Alvarez agreeing to fight this guy is just an embarrassment, bro. It's an embarrassment. Just, just I the didn't sport watch is in such dire straits. Yeah, I mean, I only watched a little bit of it, but even still, just an embarrassment. Boxing, you got to do better. Got to do better. Resurrect the sport, man. Such a great sport. Well, you like yeah. Tyson Fury. Love Tyson Fury. A lot of fun. Tyson Fury. Gypsy King. Um, all right. My problem, uh, you know, my real problem this week was, was the jets thing that I, that little spiel I went on <laughs> earlier, jets fans, fucking fireman, Ed sick of that. Um, bad, bad calls on both sides of the ball, but I already blew that load. Um, I had a lot of problems this, this week. I was also going to go into possibly, um, two of the all time worst coaches uh, ever, ever to do it. Both didn't want to win. It's, it's tough to watch. Um, it's tough to watch guys just try to throw games away, go for it on fourth down. It just makes no fucking sense. Throw, throw, throw the numbers out at that point. Just, just get, he just get a feel of the game. Just he watch was up it. a touchdown. But, um, but just for the sake of, uh, just speed here, let's just get to the questions. I'll, I'll make my problem. I'll just simply say this. Jim, uh, Jimmy Butler, his hair. That's my problem. What is that? That's my problem. That, that's a that was joke. a mess. That's, flock, that's flock a of seagulls. Flock hey, you know what? Seagulls. It's a bad joke. It's a, pro- it's a problematic joke. It's yeah, problematic joke. it is a problematic joke. Um, all right, that's who's a problem. Let's move on to a few of these questions. We'll just do two here. Um, this is a good question. This is actually a really good question here. Uh, Jared Durkin asks, best advice for starting 0-4 in fantasy? I guess, you know, just w- w- what do you do next once you start 0-4? So How do you reevaluate? On, it depends on um, on your league, right? It's, it's some, some leagues... If you finish last, you get the first pick overall the next year. What we do in my one league and not in the Brilliant Dumb League is you can actually trade players for future draft picks. So you could actually build up on your future the following season, get a bunch of picks and trade players that, you know, are sitting on your team that are really not doing anything. But if you're trying to make a bounce back and trying to do something, you got to make a trade. If, if it ain't work. If it ain't working, you got to sell somebody on your team. You got to mix it up. You got to try to trade somebody, get some new fresh faces in there. That would be my number one recommendation. Your own four, make a trade, put some guys on the block, do something, try to manage. And if it still doesn't work, then, well, at least you could say you went in there, you did something. But sitting on a roster that's 0-4, keep losing and watching yourself lose every week, that's not that's not the formula to be successful. Mikey? Yeah, I would agree on on you got to try and concoct some kind of a trade. And even if you think that you're over, you're overpaying your own four. So you really don't have a choice. Um, I would try and target like some surefire studs and over overpay for them and overpay and see if you could do some nifty work on the waiver wire uh, to try and supplement the give ups that you're that you're sending over in the trade. But you got to try and get somebody who's, you know, target somebody in the league who has a really good record. And has, you know, a couple studs that, you know, if you if you gave up enough that they would be willing to park part with one and, and start there and see what happens. Yeah, I'm not normally a, a trade guy. I think if if everyone in the league knows what they're doing, you're always gonna get banged. You're always gonna get a guy trying to tell you how you good just, James how, you just how good news. James Cook is. I know, I'm saying, I'm saying that I, I'm trying now trying to tell you how good James Cook is. <laughs> 
No, and no, what want, I'm saying is Ticket just sent a message yeah, to the yeah. league. No, I know. I'm, I'm not done. I'm not done. So I'm saying I'm in a similar position. I don't I don't like be I don't like the trades. You always get railroaded by everyone else in the league. They always want to just pick you apart like you're like you're uh some sort of animal out in the desert, just the buzzards come and pick you apart. Maybe you're, just, you're a carcass. just a fucking carcass, and everyone knows that you have no leverage. Um, but you know, if you're in a league with dogs, if you're in a league with fucking dogs and you can't make it work on the waiver wire, if you can't find anybody, free agency is desolate. You gotta, you, you gotta make a trade, man. You gotta try something because even though you want to keep Justin Jefferson, even though you want to keep uh, guys like Bijan Robinson, you ain't winning with them. You yeah, ain't yeah with that's them. a good point. If you have one of those like super studs in your own four and you got like a Jefferson or an AJ Brown, you get or, two, three players back. Yeah, just you gotta you gotta bite the bullet on that. You have you sure to do. You sure do. Um, all right. Next question comes from Parker Anderson. Um, this one's for Mikey V. Mikey V, when Uber uh Eberflus is inevitably fired, who would you feels like we had this conversation every few few years? Who would you like your next coach to be, Mikey? Yeah. Um man uh, i i'm really i'm really not there yet maybe the oc for the texans uh maybe the oc from the lions um but you know i really haven't looked at candidates thoroughly yet um i i don't know i i don't know the, the, either of those two guys I, I i like the oc from detroit so if they could maybe land the oc from detroit i would i would like that Josh McDaniels will be available soon if you want him. Um, uh, all right, we'll do that. Was a quick one. We'll do one more and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Chase Graham wants to know who's the biggest surprise, good or bad, uh, from the NFL so far. Which team is the biggest surprise, Joey D? I'd say that uh, I was going to say the Detroit Lions, but a lot of people had them being successful going into the year. So I would say it's a very good question. Ah, good or bad? Good or bad. Yeah, absolutely. I would say the Bengals have been the most disappointing sure. team. Sure. Um, for I think we we did the first episode, first football episode. We were picking our division winners. We all had the Bengals winning that division, and I think we all had that the Bengals, if not winning that division, I think you had them as a wild card, but going deep into the playoffs, Mikey. Um, they they've been awful. They've been really, really disappointing. Uh, it's sad to see because Joe Burrow has so much potential. He looks just, just, they may, they really downplayed the injury. So I didn't think much of it coming into it, but hey, they look bad. They look really, really bad. The other team that I would say that's been brutally disappointing, but I can't say I'm surprised is the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings just look, they look lost. And I know they won this last week against the Panthers, they look lost. Um, surprising team. Let me think about that. I will pan over to Mikey and see well, what he has. You just gave two. But I'm seeing like on a good, like a team that's better than oh, I anticipated. Good, good. Gotcha. I don't really have one right now. I, I don't surprisingly know. surprisingly bad is the is the Bengals. Um, and surprisingly good is the Houston Texans. I mean, the t- Houston Texans. This was a team that people were saying weren't going to win a game this year, possibly. Um, and again, all the all the the credit in the world to D'Amico Ryan's and CJ Stroud because they're winning games, they're scoring points. He's playing very well with a roster that's that's not there yet. And uh they gave up a lot of capital to Arizona. They gave up a lot of capital to Arizona. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, but yeah, Texans positive end, Bengals on the bad end. 
I'd say the Buccaneers too have been pretty surprising. I know they haven't beaten any like amazing teams, but Baker Mayfield's holding his own. That they're winning. They've won three football games. I think they're yeah. kind of fraudulent. I think they'll come back down to earth, but they've been a surprise to me. I'd, I'd say that. Yeah, I'll say uh, I got two. I got a good and a bad. I'll say, um, and this is just, just just my opinion, not the popular opinion that was out there. I didn't think Dallas would be that good. I think I think they look very very good. I think they both on the defense and offensive side of the ball. I think Dak is Dak usually plays pretty good in the beginning of the season. It's the middle of the season he struggles with. So we'll see. But up to this point, I mean, Dallas looks they look good. They could they could win the division. The Eagles would have to they be fighting for a good. wild card. Um, and on the bad side, again, just my opinion. I, I thought I thought the Bears would be better. I really did. I I, I told you <laughs> how 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 high on the Bears I was. I I th- they've got a lot of good pieces, man. I don't know why it's not translating into wins. That makes me point to obviously the quarterback, but obviously the coaching staff too. Um, man, did I think they were going to be battling the the Lions in that division? No, but did I think they'd have they'd be two and two? I I did. I, I really did. Um, surprisingly bad. Surprisingly, surprisingly bad. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. That's a good way to end, boys. Um, fuck the bears. <laughs> um, all right, that's another good episode there. That's that. That's we're pushing two hours there. Wow, we'll have to. Yeah, we'll have to yeah. figure out. I mean, we'll this is to, a it's gauntlet. fun. If we if we did these in the morning, this would be a lot of fun. It's just that we we're doing this at night. Um, I could honestly, I could keep going for another in hour. In the daytime, but it's, it's it'd be great. It would be great. It'd be great. But we're all busy, and we'll maybe we'll work out a different strategy to tackle college and pros. Um, but I think we 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 did a lot there, and I think it was fun and um. I think we touched almost all these games here for, for next week and last week. Um, all right. That's another edition of the sportsman. That is Mikey V up there. That's Joey D below on the big ticket. And we will see you folks next week. Make sure you like comment, subscribe, Instagram, and YouTube.